Boo. You hear that? I think I do. You uh, suck. Where's the booing coming from? Uh, it's actually the fans tomorrow booing the commissioner when he comes out to do the draft. That means we're here. That it's means we're finally here. Draft. Right. Finally it's draft time, season, everyone. We've done a lot more work than I would really like to admit to people. Yeah, we have indeed. We have indeed. And well, today it's the mock draft. Welcome, everyone. Back to the For the Love of Balls podcast. Today we are here one day before the draft. One I, day. I am Ryan, and I am joined here by Caden. Howdy. And Mason. How's it going? And we are going to go through the entire first round today. Every pick. Every we single one. We planned them all out. This is actually Mock Draft 4.0. We tried it four times, and this is the one we like the We've best. We've got some trade scenarios We do for have you. some trade scenarios. A little scenarios. mock trades gets a little crazy. This mm-hmm. is not what we would do. This is what we think will happen. We've read a lot of rumors on Twitter. We've mm-hmm. done a lot of our own scouting, and this is honestly the best product we think. There are some head scratchers in here, but there just will. remember... It's not us. All it's what we think is going to happen. Yeah. This, is our, this is our Twitter mock draft rather than our yeah, film mock pretty draft. Much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If this goes wrong, blame the Twitter community. Yeah. We put Blame the local beat reporters that are giving us bad information. Exactly. Trust the beat reporters. All right. Well, should we stop the pitter-patter and get yeah, into it? Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Let's should. get into it. All right. With the first pick in the 2022 NFL draft, oh, geez, I wonder. the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trayvon Walker out of Georgia. No oh, way. Goody F. <laughs> hey, <laughs> grades aren't till next week, yeah. but uh, yeah, I don't really. I, we think they're going to do this. Yeah, uh, yeah, obviously that's why we it haven't. Seems to be confirmed by. It seems much to be pretty at obvious point. at I mean, this point. They re-signed Cam Robinson. That clearly means Balky doesn't want the offensive lineman. Yeah, and yeah, he likes so, the athlete more. And I, I, I personally would not take Trayvon Walker over the other edge rushers in this class, Here's, but. They like the upside. I mean, they play a brand of defense that wants this build that just bullies people back in first and second down. So I don't have an issue with Trayvon Walker, per se, as much as I have an issue with the Jags trying to develop Trayvon Walker. <laughs> yeah, I feel like funny. there's many situations where, like, in Baltimore, he could be an all-pro. In yes. Jacksonville, he might just be a I don't know how much I trust the Jacksonville coaching defender. staff, so yeah. this one is to be determined how good it works out. Yeah, it's definitely interesting that Jacksonville, of all places, are trying to take the risky pick at number I one. Agree. I, I wouldn't do it. I think you need good players. I thought but this coaching regime was more safe than the last one, but uh doesn't really yeah, seem like maybe, it. Maybe Doug Peterson will surprise us. And now one of the few dominoes that's actually going to fall in this draft. Two picks we think can actually correlate. Yeah, mm-hmm. Take it true. away, Ryan. All right. Well, with the second pick, we have the Detroit Lions taking Aiden Hutchinson, staying in the state of Michigan. Oh, Just all right. This pick makes sense. Good it would fall to, yep. And yep. we move on. Yeah, I don't have a ton of thoughts yeah. on that one. Uh, I mean, that's pretty, and pretty straightforward. The Texans, we've seen a lot of, we've seen offensive lines. There's been we've a lot a of smoke of here. Now, there's been a lot of smoke for a certain guy, and I don't think it's smoke, guys. I think it's fire. Oh. I think with the third overall pick, the Houston Texans are going to select Derek Stingley Jr., cornerback out of LSU. I agree. I, th- I think he's the best corner in the draft, and I, I think the Jet or the the Texans, excuse me, need a corner. So it makes sense. I agree. I mean, yeah. like you you watch this guy's highlights. He is an electric player. Yeah. Like I mean, there's just so much hype around this guy. This dude could be the next Jalen Ramsey. I, I mean, mean, it's insane. He just bullies dudes, and it's also he also doesn't get flagged. Like he's a great prospect. Having I think 2019 this, Jalen Ramsey on your defense is. I think yeah. taking him here at three is a reasonable pick. So good I do them. too. And I mean, they already have like. They are very. They've been very adamant about the fact that Titus Howard moving from left guard to right tackle is their guy. So uh, we feel comfortable not giving them Equanu here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So with the fourth pick in the draft, the New York Jets select uh, Ike Equanu out of NC State. 
Uh, I think this makes sense for a lot of reasons. I mean, now that the news is coming out, their current tackle, Mackay Becton, wants out or they're having problems uh, with him. doesn't want out. They want him out. They want yeah. him out. Yeah. Uh, so I think with that news coming out, I think it makes it pretty obvious that they need a tackle. So I think they go with their favorite, which is Aquano. Agreed. Did you guys see that's rumored? Sorry, this is off topic. But did you guys see that it's rumored that Becton hit 400 pounds at some I point? I did actually see that earlier. That's, that's insane. insane. 400 pounds You cannot year. play football at a high level at 400 pounds. <laughs> no. No, no, no chance. Cannot. So I understand the need to move on from him. I think they've got a good other tackle in George Fant. And I think that duo of him and Aquano would be pretty nice. Good yeah. pick for the Jets there. Move to the Giants. Yep. Right across. Yep. All right. Well, with the Giants, with the fifth pick, we have them taking Evan Neal love out of it. Alabama. Yeah, I love that pick as well. I think they... High ceiling in draft. Yep. Mm-hmm. Offensive line-wise. Yeah, they can play him at right tackle. He played there for a year at Alabama while leaving Andrew Thomas on the left side. Invest in the trenches, people. If you're rebuilding, invest in the trenches. Yep. yep. If you really want to find out how good Daniel Jones is, give him an offensive line. Well, we know how good yeah. Daniel Jones yes, is. Yes, I know, but, but we're going to pretend from like their we don't. perspective, For, they're they trying don't. to get information on him. Just <laughs> yeah. bear with me there. Now, I have to, to me, it's obvious, yes. Yes. How hilariously ironic is it that I say, if you're rebuilding, rebuild through the trenches, and we get to the <laughs> get Carolina to the Panthers. Pick, huh? Yes, we do. Number six. Now, we went back and forth this one a lot, and we ultimately this is the de- one. we ultimately decided that the winner of this whole battle between do the Panthers take a safe pick or risk it with a quarterback, we have decided the Panthers aren't exactly an intelligent organization at or this patient, point. For or that patient, matter. and with that, the Panthers at six are going to be taking Kenny Pickett, quarterback out of Pitt. Mm-hmm. Another F. I don't care <laughs> the draft grades are until next week. I think Charles Cross is the would be the should be the pick here, but but yeah. Well, I mean, let me lay out the facts for you guys yeah. here. Their current quarterback is Sam Darnold. They have a coach <laughs> ah, who, after another bad year, could potentially get fired. They have fired. a young billionaire impatient owner. Um, I think that's that. Those three things recipe for taking a quarterback. And Not to mention a point Mason made to me earlier today is that the Panthers don't have another pick until the fourth round, and they've already informed. Uh, Sam Darnold, that they're going to be taking a quarterback at some point in this draft, mm-hmm. and it's certainly not going to be in the fourth round. No, so because I think we are much higher on Bailey Zapp than the rest of the NFL community. <laughs> True. Yes, I think he's a franchise quarterback. I think. And all I have insane. to say to you is sixty-three touchdowns. All I have boy. to say to you is FCS. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, I think I think we're all in agreement there. Um, yep. Pickett's probably the most. I don't know. This team seem to see him as the most pro ready, pro which is stupid. Right. I, I, don't quotes, I hate. But I hate pro ready. He's twenty four years old. He you better be pro ready. He can't play in an outdoor stadium, which is what they're drafting him to do. Good luck when it's, the ba- I mean, when the bad weather comes out, that is bust written all over. They can enjoy one. his five inch hands. Yeah, there's at least one <laughs> flood game in Carolina a year. Is the worst quarterback possible for a rain game? I think fourth grade oh, Caden yeah. grips the ball better than him. But Impossible. <laughs> Move right. on from this atrocity. All right, so we're back to the Giants because they have two, um, and with the seventh pick in the NFL draft, they take Sauce Gardner. Great draft, so love far. it. Yeah, out of uh, yeah, out of Cincinnati. I think that's a that's a phenomenal pick there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that blitzing scheme. That mm-hmm. There's rumors that they're going to be letting their current uh, number one corner, James Bradbury, go. Yeah. So I think that's an immediate plug and play with probably a better player. I at agree. The next level. I yeah. think he's got a lot of potential. Yeah, uh, there's not really much else to say about that no, one. No, that's a good pick. Popped over to the, the eighth pick. All right, we have the Atlanta Falcons at number eight taking Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Goodbye, Garrett Wilson. Goodbye, Garrett Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> the Falcons aren't real, so we'll never see hey, him again. No. they do produce good receivers. 
That's that is one true. thing Roddy they can't do. Julio Jones, yeah, they they got those. Ridley guys. was good Calvin as well. Ridley, Ridley yeah, he, he will be good. He's he will be good. Yeah. Year. Kyle yeah. Pitts is probably gone, but yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I think he's your wider. He's our wide receiver one in this draft. He's going to produce uh, a good pick for Atlanta. We thought about possibly trading down out of this spot, but I feel like Garrett Wilson's. I feel like when their number one res- receiver is Isaiah Zacchaeus, they just need to give Mario. You mean Olamide Zacchaeus? Oh. He might suck, but you should give him some respect. <laughs> wow. All right, whatever. I'm, whatever. Wow. They need to give Mariota a receiver. I agree. If you, they want to have, if they want to score points next Mariota year, Mariota can't be running for three hundred yards a game. <laughs> no, no, that would be fun. Consistently, that would be it fun, be fun to watch. All right. Yeah. Moving on to Seattle, where Charles Cross finally gets picked, a tackle out of Mississippi State with the ninth pick to Seattle. Home run for Seattle. There, I yeah. think it's a great pick. Seattle's offensive tackle depth is disgusting and. They could use that. Charles Cross, the guy who's going to step in day one. Not necessarily for a team that needs to win now, but just still. He's young. It's a a cornerstone on your offensive line. Take that if it's there. And, well, safe pick. Let's move on to a more interesting one. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with the 10th pick, we have the New York Jets taking... Oh, so you may be thinking uh, the Jets need an edge rusher. Kayvon's still available. Kayvon's still available. Is still available. Well, the Jets don't agree with you. The Jets think Jermaine Johnson is better, so they're going to be taking Jermaine Johnson out of Florida uh, State here. I actually don't think the Kayvon stuff's a smokescreen. I no. think they're actually enamored with Jermaine Johnson. For I mean, he's a good player, but yes. over Kayvon's ridiculous. Yeah. And it looks like uh, we think they're going to take him 10 here, and uh, they're trying to bolster that that defense with Robert Sala. So. I wouldn't hate the pick if Kayvon was gone. Yeah, I think him I think at 10 if Kayvon's yeah. gone is fine, but... Kayvon being there and not drafting him is absurd. Agreed. Well, after that, we have the 11th pick where we have the Commanders taking Drake London out of USC. Oh, jeez, man. I mean... Uh, it's what they need. They need a big slot receiver. Yeah, and, they need to help yeah. 2017 almost MVP Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> give, him, give him some weapons. Hey, I mean, there's no excuses. We got, got Scary Terry. We got Drake London in his three-quarter cut pants. We heavily That's considered a trade pants. here. Or we, not a trade. Chris Olave here. But we did also consider Chris Olave. We feel like he profiles a little bit too closely to Terry McLaurin. They want some diversity in that receiver room, maybe. Yep. That's where London came out. Mm-hmm. And then we, we moved to the Vikings. And... The Vikings, your best player on the board is Thibodeau. You've also got McDuffie, but McDuffie might fall a bit. I don't think McDuffie's worth this. They don't really need Thibodeau. They don't need Thibodeau. They already have Danielle Hunter and Zedarius Smith. I actually just got a phone call. Who'd you get a phone call from? I got a phone call from Jerry Jones. No way. And what I've been hearing today is that the Cowboys have aggressively been trying to move up in this draft into the early teens if Kayvon Thibodeau falls, and that's the exact scenario we're presenting you with. Cowboys trade up. Trade compensation is something we can get into at a different time, but the Cowboys are going to take Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon, we, and they're going to hit it out of the park. That one might surprise some people listening, but I think the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. They could use another edge rusher. They could, yeah. <coughs> uh, Micah Parsons doesn't play on the edge unless it's a third down scenario. I think yeah. being able to keep him freed and not have to play him on the edge all three downs mm-hmm. is pretty important for their defense. Yeah. Especially because Demarcus Lawrence is getting up there in age. Not a lot of people are looking at that. So this is also a pick for the future. Yeah. yeah I think that <clears throat> if they do that, that's a great pick for I them. Mean, this is the most Jerry Jones thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah, yeah straight up. That is, that is very Jerry he Jones. He loves and... to take guys who fall. Yeah. And, and he loves to take no matter if they players. need them or not, he will take good yeah. athletes that fall in the draft. Surprised not a receiver. Time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it very well could it be. Could, this could be Jamison Williams it instead. Could be. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, well, with the, <clears throat> with the 13th pick, the Texans are sitting there. The Texans uh, GM Nick Casario said today, there is a 60, I repeat, 60% chance they trade out of this pick. What? So, no. do you hear the, the phone ringing? Because I hear it ringing. Oh. I feel like I hear Brian Gutekunst. <laughs> it's it's the, phone? the phone's ringing from Green Bay, Wisconsin. I think the Packers package probably one of their second round picks and move up from their 22nd spot. And I think they take the best deep threat in the draft by far, Jamison Williams. Uh, I've heard they're infatuated with him. The RGM loves to trade up, so I think this makes a lot of sense. I wish I could mm-hmm. call you a homer with this pick, but it's, it makes it, a lot this, of sense. this is happening. Yeah, this, it this makes is a very lot of good sense. chance this happens. You think about the draft board too, and, and a couple of picks. You got the Eagles, who are apparently fat infatuated with him as well. I think. Yeah. The, I think the Packers know they need a receiver, so I think they they make it happen. Make your yeah. move. Now. I think it's a yep. gr- I think it's a great place for Jameson Williams to go, especially with that speed, that deep threat. I mean, Aaron Rodgers. Ch- Chucking balls to Jameson Williams will be fun to watch. It would be it would be really entertaining, yeah. and I th- I think he's more than just a deep threat too. I think he's got enough juice in those legs to. I mean, he's got potential to be, you know, not just straight. Maybe run a little side to side. I like it. I like the player. If they I did that, I'd, I'd be really happy. Yep, yep. I'd, I'd be satisfied with that pick. A guy teams have going in the top ten is now gone. Yep. I, he is, will be highly coveted. Yep. And with the 14th pick, we have the Baltimore Ravens taking Jordan Davis out of Georgia. Such a Ravens pick, man. It's so Ravens, <laughs> yeah. but he's going to be so good there. If you told me Jordan Davis goes to the Ravens and has like six All-Pros and seven Pro Bowls, I'd be like, yep. He's the he'd next. be there for ages. I know. Yeah. He'd just be so good He's there. next in line with their like great like nose tackle. They had Haloti Nada. They had Brandon Williams. Yep. Uh, they've had Calais Campbell, mm-hmm. and now they have Jordan Davis. That's just, it's so perfect. And the Ravens' and defense will stopper. never be bad, nope. unless all their corners get hurt again. Yes, but who knows Great pick for Baltimore. Again. They'll develop him yeah, well. Just yep. give it an A and move on. Yep. 15, we've got the Eagles, but apparently all of my picks, I, I get a lot of phone calls. Yeah, you got days, a busy guys. phone, man. Uh, yeah, you know, I got to work it during the draft, and I'm the Eagles, there's not a lot on the board for me right now. I'm looking for a corner, looking for a linebacker. I think I can move down. Now, a team that Accumulate wants... Accumulate more draft capital. Exactly, yeah. for if Jalen Hurts ends up sucking and you yeah. need to draft more next year. Yep. Now, the Steelers, it is actually zero secret they're going to be drafting Malik Willis, whether they yeah. have to trade up to 5 or 15. Yep. In and this I, case, 15. In yep. this case, 15. I think the Saints are a threat to take a quarterback like Malik Willis if the Steelers don't make this move. Yep. I think it's just moving up five spots, securing your guy. Yep. Pittsburgh at 15 takes Malik Willis, quarterback out of Liberty. Yeah, and I think that's a good pick for them. I think it's he could a pick be good they there. need to make because yep. of the quarterback talent in their division now. Yes, they I think can't afford they. The, I mean, Trubisky might be fine for the Steelers, but I think Malik Willis has just ridiculous upside. They they need to have a really dynamic quarterback. The fifteen to twenty percent chance Malik Willis pans out is more than it's, enough to make this move. Yeah, it has yep. to be. And can you imagine that division if he does pan out? Dude, oh my god! If he was good, holy crap! Oh my god! That might be the best. Like quarterback division, quarterback ever. division ever. Yeah, like, that I, is insane. AFC West, don't forget about it. Oh, actually, I did forget. I, about I would it a say bit. the AFC West is probably a hair better, but yeah. if if those eight quarterback, oh my god, god damn the it. AFC, yeah, football is so exciting. Ridiculous. Football is so fun, I man. Love I love this stuff. I love the draft too. All right, let's move on to pick sixteen. At pick Absolutely. sixteen, oh. I have the New Orleans Saints taking who's been one of my crushes in this draft process for a long time. Chris Olave out of Ohio State. Great mm-hmm. pick. Get a nuanced route runner here, come in day one, be a good player. I, I like that a he lot really, for them. He really compliments Michael Thomas yeah. well because they both get open, except 
Chris Olave provides that deep speed that Michael Thomas mm-hmm. doesn't. Four three nine forty. Yeah. Really like that. Ridiculous. I would now, never expect him to run. Now that yeah, I, I have a quarterback that can throw deep too. Yeah, that's true. If I, Jameis Winston keeps playing B minus football like he did last year before he got hurt, I think the Saints are more than a playoff team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I mean, they they've swept the Bucks the regular season two years yeah. in a row. What's to say they don't win the division? Mm-hmm. It's not that crazy of an idea. No, I'm not they were five and two last year before he got hurt. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Pick 17, we have the Chargers, and we have them taking Zion Johnson out of Boston College. Now, this pick was interesting for us. I mean, we really didn't take long to fall on Zion Johnson, and that's because I think really the the thing to do here is to obviously place Zion Johnson at left guard and just kick Matt Filer from left guard out to right tackle where he played and had relative success with the Steelers. Yeah. The Chargers thing with right tackle this year is just not having Storm Norton at right tackle. <laughs> yeah, we need to get Herbert You need some, the best offensive protection. line possible, and I think future eight-time Pro Bowler Zion Johnson. Wow. Guard, wow. wow, eight times. Eight times. He's going to play for a long time. He's like, right. the, I think he's one of the cleanest linemen in this We're going to come back to that in a couple of seasons. What, eight years? All right, sure. Yeah, so you need to let him get eight. I right, think he's. Right. Good. I think he's a really good player. No, I agree. I. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I'm not yeah. afraid. I'm not afraid to call it when I see it with guys like this. Mm-hmm. Zion Johnson's a great pick for the Chargers. Yeah. And what? We're moving on to Philly at 18, and this is a good landing spot for Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. I think Eagles have waited long enough. They take a corner that can get mentored by Darius Slay, play well in their zone scheme. It's a really good run defender. I like Trent McDuffie. I don't really see a lot of bust potential with him. I don't see a lot of boom potential, but I think they're drafting a good player. They would have a solid secondary. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They would. Which is what they need. That's what they want to have, so makes sense. Solid B pick right there. And with the 19th overall pick, you know, the Saints Saints considered a quarterback here, but then they thought about what we thought about. They lost Marcus Williams. Yeah, Winston was pretty good. They lost his safety. Oh, that's crazy. Is there a generational talent at safety falling right now? I don't now? think so, but there's a damn good player available. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't let the 40 time confuse you. They're taking Kyle Hamilton here out of Notre Dame, and he's going to be a damn good player for them. Yes. Uh, I like that fit a lot scheme-wise. I think they'd be very good. Yeah. Agreed. Love Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Yep, not much to say there. No. At 20, we have the Eagles, who acquired this pick from the Steelers earlier on, yep. Yep. taking Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Our favorite player. It's a little, oh, yes, we love Devin Lloyd. Devin Lloyd has done nothing to hurt our favorite football teams <laughs> yeah, ever. Never. No. Yes. Uh, Such an upstanding dude. This is kind of a this kind of a reach pick for us, not because I don't like Devin Lloyd the player, but because the Eagles don't draft linebackers. Yeah. I f- at some point, you have to break, you have to buck your trends, and I feel like this is the time to do it because Devin Lloyd just doesn't have that many holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He adds to it a good defense, man. I he don't. comes in day one, starts, and plays well. Yeah, I like to fit a lot. Yeah, I do too. I'd right. say this would be a success for Philly if they do this in the draft. I mean, a lot of people think they should draft Devin Lloyd at like earlier in the draft, and if yeah. they can trade back and still get him, I'd call that a success Agreed. for them. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And then uh, we move on to New England with a fit that we all have really liked since the beginning. We've had this in this all four of our mocks. Yeah, this is this is a pretty big concept with us, and that's the Patriots taking Kyrie Elam, corner out of Florida. He just fits what the Patriots like to do with all of their press man, press zone schemes. Yep. I think he fits as a zone corner a little better, <laughs> but I think Bill Belichick's going to be able to really coach him up in this man coverage. He's a good player. He's a better athlete than I thought based on his combine numbers, and I don't I don't really see a lot of fail possibility with this pick. 
All the, other than the fact that it is the Patriots drafted him in the first round, which yeah, really doesn't mean first round things. picks have been a little questionable. But yeah. I mean, if it's a DB, I trust it more than I would other positions. Nikhil Harry. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, words drying up a bit, but let's go to Houston's next pick. Yeah, this is Houston who acquired the this pick via ring ring with Green Bay Packers, and uh, with the twenty second pick, we think. We think they draft Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. This is a little bit of a weird pick. This is, mm-hmm. yeah. But we think it makes sense. You look at the board. There's not really a lot of strength in other positions. Um, they need a receiver. They've, there's been smoke for them having interest in receivers all week. Uh, I think, I don't know if Burks is their number one guy, but I think they probably like him. Take and they the could, boom or bust. Yeah, I think him and uh, Brandon Cooks would be a really nice duo of receivers. Uh, I think you take him there. That makes plenty of sense to me. Yeah, yeah agreed. And next year, I mean... Davis Mills and him are going to go down in history for their production. Yeah. I think Traylon Burks eclipses 1,800 yards. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think 0% of reality. I think you ingested throw crack into? cocaine and didn't tell me. I think both of these are strong possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to uh, pick 23, we have the Arizona Cardinals drafting to replace here with George Karloff decided to least Purdue. favorite thing. Yeah, you hate that. <laughs> I mean, you lose Chandler Jones, you're sitting here at what, pick 23? There's yeah. not a lot you can really do here it's other true. than take the best edge I mean, edge Karloff just did yeah, I think that makes sense for them. I think Carl, Especially because he's a pass rush specialist. He plays a lot like Chandler Jones in the fact that he's just not really that good of a run defender. But he's, Yeah, I think that's... has the upside to be an elite pass rusher. Yeah, I, I, mean, I completely like, agree. On paper, they don't need offensive weapons at this point. No, so. but look for the Cardinals to draft a receiver at some point in the first two rounds <laughs> yeah, because Lord, of how yeah. many four-wide sets they run. Yeah, yeah if They're not doing it here because the board's kind of weak, but... Uh, they will do it at some point in the first three rounds. And then we've got the Vikings trading down with Dallas. Vikings' biggest need is probably corner. I don't feel that great about the corners on the board with what the system the Vikings are looking to run. But something I don't feel comfortable with if I'm a Vikings fan is Garrett Bradbury at center, who you took. Garrett Bradbury sucks. He is not I en- good. I'm going to be blunt about this. I enjoy watching Kenny Clark manhandle him two times a year. Kenny Clark does that to a lot of players. But, but especially fair, Bradbury. Overall, Garrett it is Bradbury hilarious. is a bad player. And so I, think I hope they don't make this play. I think we're looking to find someone who can put Kenny Clark on his ass once or twice. <laughs> and I think we're going to do that with uh, Tyler Linderbaum, center out of Iowa. He fits the scheme you're going to run with your new coach and Kevin O'Connell. That wide zone scheme is what Linderbaum has to go to, and I think this would be a home run pick for the Vikings. Like I said, put Kenny Clark on his ass a few times, calm Caden down a little bit, and yeah, no. be happy. Yeah, I you mean, think I'm going to be calm if Kenny Clark gets put on his ass? I'm going to be losing my shit. No, I'm saying calm you down a little bit from this. Oh, uh, whatever. Linderbaum's just such a hard guy to project where he's going to go, though. Like, where do you take a center? And like I anyone, tell you. like you yeah, never it, know it's who's going to do it. It's kind of a niche need, but this feels right. But we, yeah. could, we could also be sitting down at 4 o'clock on Friday to watch the day two, and he could still be available. That's true. Yeah. I mean, we, Mason and I were discussing this earlier. Um, past, like, pick, like, 24, 25, like, it's basically interchangeable. 25 like, to 40? Yeah. I don't care how you order them. <coughs> they're all, like, this. they're all very interchangeable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, however, this one, we've had inked in for a while. At pick 25, the Buffalo Bills take... Andrew Booth out of Clemson. I just think he fits the scheme really well. Yeah. yeah. Bills need a corner. This one makes sense. No, we've Good been, player. We've been talking mocks for about two weeks, and you guys have been set on Booth going if to he, the If Bills. he doesn't go there, I will be devastated. I will you guys cry. are going to cry. I mean, here's the thing. If it's not Booth, it's probably a running back, and that just feels weird. That's hoo-ha. But, well, 
Yeah. I mean, they need a running back, but you could probably take Booth and then get a running back in the second round. It's Andrew so. Booth or it's Brees Hall, and I will die on that hill. <laughs> if, it's right. any, if it's any of their two tomorrow, oh, God, I don't know what I'll do. I'll buy you guys both dinner. All right. All right. Yeah, well, to hold you to with that pick one. 26, we have one of my personal favorite picks. This now. is a oh, great tell pick, us, Ryan. Man. Tell us we what we have here. the Tennessee Titans drafting Matt Coral out of Ole wait, Miss. Wait, wait, wait. Is thing? he a quarterback? He is a quarterback. He's going to the first round, wait. man. And the Titans are drafting him. Uh-huh. But I thought the Titans had Ryan Tannehill. Well, let me tell you something about Ryan Tannehill, Caden. He's 35 years old. You're shitting no me. No way. Nope. He's way old. He's somehow... And how many years left does he have on his contract? One. All right, then. Just, well, just for reference maybe... really quick, can you tell me how old, like, Matthew Stafford is, per se? Matthew Stafford, who was drafted three years uh, before Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. is, in fact, two years younger at 33. That is some incredible See, information we're being given right if now. If I'm the Titans, I look at my playoff success and I think... I don't want to extend Ryan Tannehill. No. He's not that good. And no. I look, so I think they... I look at the Titans having interest in Corral and having interest in Ritter. And I look at Ritter and I think to myself, no. And I <laughs> look at Corral and I say, let's do it. Let's ride. The offensive line options aren't great here. I don't like Tyler Smith. He's he's a not-my-guy type of player in this draft. Yep. So I think you just roll the dice on a quarterback who you let sit for a year and could run your offense quite effectively in two years. That'd be a yeah. fun watch. I mean, him and him and Henry in a backfield, that, that's that got to do something. And then, I don't I know. I mean, he's he mobile as shit. Maybe, so. maybe he could throw a slant to A.J. Brown, but yeah, that's, that. that might be wishful thinking. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll move to the Bucks here. And here's, here's a guy who I don't think would fit with the Titans, which is why we gave him Corral and gave uh, Kenyon Green, the guard out of Texas A&M, to the Buccaneers. Green's much more of a power blocker, and contrary to what people believe about the Titans' offense, you think, oh, I got Derrick Henry, I got those big offensive linemen. They run a wide zone scheme. It's where Matt LaFleur came from. Yep. Mm-hmm. The, te- the, uh, the Buccaneers run a lot of duo. They run a lot of gap power plays, and Kenyon Green's a really good player for that. He has guard tackle versatility, really heavy hands. He's just a, he's a good player. They lost a lot of interior line depth, and they obviously have to protect Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. I think that pick makes a ton of sense, right, uh, looking too. at the board especially. It's a, it's a good pick for them. Yeah. I was thinking about a trade down here, but I just feel like Kenyon Green, you just have to take him. Yeah. yeah. And with the uh, with the 28th pick, oh, look who's on the board. The Packers. Green Bay Packers select Daxton Hill, safety out of Michigan. And I think, you know, a lot of listeners may be thinking, what, Caden, what are you talking about? The Packers already have Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage. Well, I to that I would... looks into it that much? I think it's possible. Okay. And to that, I would say, uh, in today's NFL, you play with a lot of three safety looks. Uh, there's also they also need another defender that can play in the slot. And also, Amos is aging. Savage has maybe a year or two left on his contract. Unsure if, if they're going to sign him to a long term extension. Uh, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to take another safety here. Makes sense. They All like right. they I like, like secondary players. Yeah. And oh, it looks like I'm up with back-to-back Kansas City Chief you picks. You are indeed oh. up. Now, we might All right, Mason, to... cope for us. Ooh. There's not really a lot of coping to be done. I'm excited about this draft. Yeah. Oh, that well, sounds like too. coping. Yeah, you sound really yeah, coping. Right that was rough. Yeah. How do, how do I not be coping? Do I be like really depressed about these picks, or do I? Yeah. Like... I, I well, feel like there's just no way to cope. There's after no what's way to. Happened. There's no way to not sound coping. There's no way to cope after what's happened. All ah, three geez, of us. Ah, man. All right. Well, I guess I'm coping. Uh. I don't know. We have a lot of picks this draft, and I don't really think we end up picking at one of these slots. I feel like a trade-up might be coming, but yep. we didn't put it in this draft because we felt like we had a lot of movement going on already. So, staying where we at, where we are, I think with the 20, uh, 29th pick, we're going to take George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. 
Uh, this pick makes a lot of sense, especially with Pickens falling down the board due to his some red flag character concerns. Kansas City has shown that character issues really haven't stopped them from drafting players in mm-hmm. the past. Uh, more so medicals is what have stopped us. Yep. Uh, and I think... I'm not as high on Pickens as a lot of people, and even Caden can tell you how much he loves George Pickens. But I love George Pickens. I'd, I'd be stupid if I didn't tell you I see the upside there, and yeah. I see the DeAndre Hopkins potential as an X receiver who can just go up and go get it. Get I think he's, he's worth the hog. pick if you're Kansas City. I would be pretty happy with it's that a, pick, yeah. It's a skill set they don't currently have. No. You mix that in with Juju, Scantling, and uh, Travis Kelsey. That's a, that's a nice group of pass catchers, man. And then mm-hmm. with the 30th pick, we're going to move to beef up our interior defensive line, which aside from Chris Jones is Give Chris Jones a buddy. Awful, yeah. We're going to go with Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. Dual Ooh, Georgia. I watched, Double Georgia. I think the Devontae Wyatt, if he develops nicely, he could give you a Grady Jarrett type of defensive tackle in the uh, fact where he... Uh, He's more of a pass rusher than a run defender, definitely, when I watch him. And he's got a lot of speed to his game, more so than a guy who's just going to push you back, move the pocket. Yeah. His pass rush potential is pretty exciting. I don't like the fact that he's already 24, but what can you do? This is a bad interior D-line class. And this is actually mm-hmm. a really old draft in general. Yeah. We've been noticing that this past couple weeks. Like, just a lot of these players are pretty old. There's just, yeah. there's, you're just going to have to deal with standards. it at some point. Yeah, I I like Devontae Wyatt. I think his upside as a pass rusher is pretty nice. And just anybody else than what we had last year rotating next to Chris Jones would be better. Yeah. Well, after that, we have pick 31, and it is the... Ryan, you get a call. It is the Bengals. Wait, yeah. But, I, I mean, I you're, you're sitting here, you're the Bengals, right? And you're like, who is left that we want to pick at this point? Yeah. I, I don't mean, know. I'm not sure. I, 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 I can't like really I think of anyone. So, I'm getting a phone call. From, who's calling? From a team that we we do like to think doesn't really, really exist. But in this circumstance, they do exist because they're calling us. Yeah, the Atlanta Falcons. No longer exists. <laughs> the Atlanta After Falcons called? Call. And we accepted this phone call and we traded with them. Okay. So the Atlanta Falcons now have this pick. And what, back do they, in. what do they do with this pick? They go back into the first round for what? A quarterback. Desmond Ritter. Well, that oh, makes a lot what? of sense. It does make a lot of sense. How about, How about it? that? I've seen a lot of Falcons connected to Ritter. I've seen Falcons taking Ritter at eight. That's not happening. I've seen the Falcons <laughs> trading back into the first round to take Ritter. That, that, is that happen. does make happen. sense. Yeah. That does make sense. And I think yes. the Falcons... Using all the draft capital they have, using their tie pick to take a good receiver, and then trading back in to take a quarterback in Desmond Ritter. While I'm not a huge Desmond Ritter fan, I like the thought process, and I like the pick in this situation. They'd have the best two tight ends in the NFL with him and Kyle Pitts. That would be crazy. Yep. Marcus Mariota throwing to those two tight ends and Garrett Wilson. That would be insane. That would Jeez, be pretty awesome. Man. All right, well, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, pretty cool thing we just put in there. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see if it plays out tomorrow. I am too. And uh, to finish out the draft, we have the Detroit Lions, who uh, many might mock them taking quarterback here. We don't think so. I don't like Sam Howell enough. I don't think that they do that. I don't think they like him enough either. Uh, we have them taking Lewis C. out of Georgia, safety. And, Let's give him uh, a round of applause. Uh, he has been mispronouncing this name uh, for I've ages. called him Kine so many times. Oh, thank you. It reads like Kine, but they take Lewis C. out of Georgia. Uh, they have absolutely no... They just don't have a good free safety. No. I think they need someone to roam in the back end, you know, maybe make it a little harder for Rodgers. Jeez, <laughs> man. I sure hope he picks you off later like, a couple of times. That'd be, I mean, that'd be, I'd, that'd probably, be good I'd, karma. I'd deserve that'd be good it for karma. mispronouncing yeah, you, his you name. You really do. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, so that kind of concludes our that first round. Our that would be the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's what we think is going to happen tomorrow. It, it, that is what is going to happen. That is what's there's, going to happen. There, there's We're a, going 32 for 32. There's a lot mm-hmm. more scenarios that could play out here, and I think something, obviously, we didn't go over, which I feel like we, we should would mention. like to go over, yes. is at 10, we feel like it's 50-50 the Jets stay at this or they trade for Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors there. Uh, I mean, like, at, at this point, like... We, Obviously, that tenth pick would be packaged. What else is included in that trade? Unclear. I don't know. It's unclear. The 49ers are currently saying they're not going to deal him unless they get a king's ransom. I don't know what they consider to be a king's ransom, but I would assume it's a that number ten and something else. I don't know if that's a second. I don't yeah. know if that's like Elijah Moore. I don't know if it's both of those things. They weren't going to deal him until we posted a podcast episode. Yeah, that's knowing true. our luck with how this it's going to happen tomorrow morning. Show is you know gone what? tomorrow morning. Probably none, You know, none of us have been checking our phones. If we checked right oh, now, I'm sure he's been dealt. Check let's let's check. Let's, let's see, see what happens. Has Debo Samuel been traded? No, but Darren Actually, Waller is like not him. going anywhere. Uh, well, oh, yeah. there's some news for you. The Packers <laughs> tried trading for Darren Waller. The league said nope. Tried it again. Raiders said nope. All right. Whatever. Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I think that if the uh, if the Niners were at that pick at number yeah, 10. It's an interesting thing to think about. What would they draft? I don't yeah. know. I don't know if they'd go best player available. I don't know if they just well, try and draft another receiver. Or, I mean, I would think they want to get a corner. But, I mean, the top two corners will probably be off the board at that point. No. Yeah. Well, I feel like edge rusher wouldn't hurt because known consistently available player D. Ford is aging <laughs> a little bit. Known consistently I, available it w- it D. Ford. It wouldn't surprise me D. Ford if, should it, get cut. if at that pick yeah. they traded up and took, like, Kayvon or something. In our, I in, would be ecstatic in our scenario he's still there so like i don't know if he should be ecstatic because kyle shanahan and him might clash you know his brand kyle Kyle doesn't have to deal with him kayvon doesn't love football that's not why he's a six five monster kayvon doesn't have to talk to kyle kyle doesn't touch that defensive crap okay good point that's a good point okay that would be can you imagine bosa and kayvon coming off both edges that'd be crazy man Especially if Kayvon hits his potential. Yeah. And Bose is already a wrecker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, that's our mock draft. You know, we put a ton it's of time perfect. into this. We did a lot of scouting, like I said, a lot more yeah, than we people watched a lot of would have we like to admit. But we, we do it for we do it for the pod and we do it because we love it. And we yeah. really appreciate you guys for listening to this entire thing. We've loved draft season. We're excited to get back to draft season afterwards. Great yep. these picks. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it next week, reflect on some of our and then get uh, into our, uh, the incredibly things. content barren off season. Uh, we'll come up with stuff. Yes. We will. We never. We'll never fail you guys. With yeah, that. I can't wait for some uh, some 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 camp stories. That'll be oh, fun. Oh, that will be There's fun. nothing better than beat writer smoke, as mm-hmm. we told you at the beginning. Love mm-hmm. the beat writers. Future Jerry Rice, Jalen Hurd, according to beat writers. Oh yes, was Jalen, Jalen Hurd was incredible. Said? Probably not that extreme. I was, you know, making use of hyperbole. Well, but hey, he still is. It's a 49ers beat writer, sure. so I actually took you seriously for a sec <laughs> that they said it. So given some of the things Ryan has told me about. Yeah. Indeed. All, All right. right. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week. Uh, prayers up. This mock goes as we ex- we planned it. Yeah. As it will be a bust after the third pick. When, yep. the, te- when the Texans take... Sauce Gardner. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and we will be right back here next week. Trent Balky sucks. He